Hey guys, welcome to uh, the very first uh, the chat box. Uh, it's great to have you uh, guys here, and uh, we're actually so so excited to get this going. Uh, how are we doing, guys? Anyway, uh, it's great to be here, Jamie. Thanks for having us, and thanks for doing a lot of legwork to sort out the chat box for us. Uh, it's a fantastic opportunity, and uh, I really feel like this is going to be something fun for everybody. Eric, how are you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. You know, like finally uh, from an idea on a painting board to like now where it's you know finally uh, here. We've you know this is gonna you know really really test and give us new skills. So I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. How are you, Jamie? Yeah, not too bad. I feel uh, I should be all right at this. I mean, I've been streaming for about eight months, nine months now. But for some reason, I feel, do actually feel a little bit nervous. It feels like uh, it's gone back does it to feel like it, Does it feel like you started streaming for the very first time? Yes, it, it feels like it's brought me back to my first day of streaming, basically. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's in a good way, obviously, because yeah. I, I, I wanna, we want to do well, boys, don't we? So uh, Exactly. So so uh, we obviously well, want to do well. This is our baby now, isn't it? So exactly. you know, you're going to feel a yeah. bit nervous about getting it off the ground and, yeah, you know. It's like uh, you know building a rocket, isn't it? You know, it's gonna go two ways, but you got to improve. <laughs> it's gonna go straight to the top or blow up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so get to the sky and it's gonna fail to launch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I forgot to put the fuel. So it's gonna do. It's gonna do ten backflips. <laughs> land up, land upside down. Eric, you forgot to put the fuel. <laughs> Eric, you forgot to put the fuel in. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, yeah. For, for fuel. Yeah, no. Um, we're you know we're we're good on fuel. It's there. It's, it's in there. You know, Tax full, ready to go. Uh, yeah. talking, to, talking to streaming, Jamie, yeah, you said on. you've been doing it eight or nine months now. What made you sort of start deciding down to go down that path of, of streaming? You know, was there some sort of set inspiration or did you just sort of wing it? Um, good question. I mean, I do feel I got asked this on uh, another podcast I went on and I think I think the basically the bottom line what actually got me into it is I love to talk. Uh, that's where we kind of started this podcast, um, and basically I like meeting new people. Obviously, meeting you guys, obviously through streaming, uh, and obviously it's a blessing in disguise, and it boys. Yeah, so, no, uh, yeah. Just to clarify, I don't stream. I just view streams. I just help that support. Eric is the the back support, and he is my yeah. my like, all time favorite mod in my yes, stream. See, so yeah, it's been a it's been really really uh, you know it's been really cool just to obviously met Jamie, I met Rolo, you know, it's kind of like like one happy trio, isn't it? Exactly like a triangle. That. Exactly that, and uh, you know I owe it a lot down to streaming because obviously you know. We've been in, in and out of a few lockdowns um, and, you know, streaming has, has been a massive way of, uh, you know, stress relief and, and meeting new people and just, you know, sharing positive experiences and, um, yeah, just getting to know people. Um, we've got Jamie has a fantastic Discord that um, he's grown from the ground up um, and it's full of absolutely fantastic people who are all, you know, super friendly and, you know, always there for you if you need somebody to talk to. Um, and it's been amazing, you know, 
especially for for people you know suffering maybe from from mental health you know maybe not being able to see family is that there's you know there's the crutch of of you know being able to talk to you know people you know through discord and or through this the streaming you know and yeah I agree. It, it's, it's been fantastic you don't, have, I don't, you, don't have to be a, you don't have to be a gamer either you know if you really want to oh, expand exactly, yeah. you know your social life and stuff like that. you want to meet new people because obviously in these discourse there's people from all around the world and they have you know they do gaming and i think where a lot of people kind of question is do i join this discord server do i have to play this specific game you don't if you play daisy or something or a variety of games you know jump in you know get a, you know get a community behind you feel you know feel like you can just go in and talk about anything you know a lot of discord servers have the different sections you can join you know like pets or anything. so if you're a big pet lover you know you can join a join a server and talk about your pets and stuff so discord is a very and it's free as well it's not as if you have to pay for anything you know you don't have to pay for a room or anything you can literally just join us sign up for free join join the link or invitation code and you know you get welcomed as well and yeah. there's different departments as well i think i've seen it yeah. through discords like mental health as well so if you do struggle with that and you just want to talk about anything or rant to someone the, the options are there. That's yeah, it. The, the same with the same with the streaming as well. You know, Jamie streams, you know, three or four times a week. I try and fit in uh, where I can in between work and uh, a social life, and or um, and streaming as well. Yeah. So and then now we have our new baby, the chat box. Um, so you know, trying to work on that. Um, yeah, it, it's it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I think, you know, uh, going obviously when you're obviously talking about the streaming and that, I think you just got to remember, like, it, I, I think, the, as you said, obviously, the why I obviously started streaming is I think it's a, a good way of getting uh, escaping maybe from the real world at the moment. Um, yeah, you know, definitely. so like, uh, you know, in a positive way, of course, obviously, you want to, I want people to obviously to come to my streams, uh, obviously, vibe in there, have a good laugh. Um, as I said, we do like pub quizzes. I mean, I do play a lot of shooters in my streams, um, and basically, that I think we obviously do a lot of community stuff as well uh, to obviously break up the shooters as well because um, I don't want it just to be a, a shooters uh, stream. I think having uh, a community stuff in the background, uh, well, not in the background, but actually just have, doing community stuff and shooters and whatever just breaks up uh, everything and. Uh, we, we can obviously all enjoy it and uh, have a good laugh and have a few drinks once we finish work for the week and whatever. So it's like, uh, a, like a downtime. So downtime yeah, like massively. A the, tough week. the Peaky Top Blinders time. stream was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, to be fair, I didn't, I, I just thought, you know what, fuck it. Like, let's get, let's get the old Peaky Blinders <laughs> uh, like, uh, costume going. So I got, I had the coat, yes, I, had, yeah. I had all the tie, the hat, everything. I was like, you know what, I'm going to be a Peaky Blinder. And a few so, drinks. Uh, Exactly, a few bevs, no problem with that. So, uh, yeah, I think safe to say I got quite drunk on that night. I mean, after about three uh, crunchy buzz, obviously, uh, that is with uh, lemonade, uh, <laughs> monster, and vodka. So, uh, yeah, so guys, if you're looking for a drink recommendation, have a bit of crunchy buzz. Uh, so, you's welcome. Uh, <laughs> Jamie's James taken up, uh, he's a part time bartender now during lockdown. Yeah. Was hangover big or was it just mild? Yeah, well, too bad. I think I think it's safe to say. I think after when I drink, I definitely uh, have a few. Um, like 
I definitely have a, a bit of food before I go and a pint of water. I always pint been told. Pint of water is key. Yeah, it's key. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. got a pint of water after you had a lot of alcohol. Oh, mate, I always come home, smash two paracetamol and a pint of water, have some, have some, <laughs> toast, have some toast, and then you're not so bad the next Get day. Get bread to soak <laughs> so, so, so Roland's go-to is a bit of toast. That's, that's Roland's go. That's Roland's go-to hangover yeah, cure. Yeah. Cut a paracetamol. Paracetamol on toast. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, guys. I've seen I mean, I bet you got a cupboard full of paracetamol. You got cupboards full of paracetamol on the go, like a little um, drink, vending drink machine. Of paracetamol. <laughs> I've got, I've got a pharmacy here, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Eat a pasta. Roll out your man. Fifty right. pasta. Enough about me, guys. Obviously, uh, Ronan, we could obviously move to you. What, what would you say? What made you start streaming? Obviously. Uh, what was actually the first thing come to you? Was it like an instant thing? Uh, did you know you wanted to start streaming or was it something like someone maybe had to sort of like build you up to it or whatever? Or um, it, it, it was a bit of a, it was a bit of a pipe dream. Really. I started out um, on playing on Fortnite's like the OG season two um, with a couple of guys from work. And um, it was always just a running joke, you know, like, Oh yeah. What time are you streaming later boys and, and stuff like that. And, and then, you know, the more I thought about it, you know, the more sort of encouragement I got, you know, and then, um, and then, yeah. And then I, you know, I took the plunge, started streaming straight off my PlayStation four, um, and gained a bit of traction on that. And then I got a webcam, um, didn't realize that the PlayStation four webcam isn't compatible with anything else. So that was a hundred quid, um, pissed away (laughs) when I pissed away when I swapped to the PC, um and and then yeah it it really took off from that you know uh got the the uh capture card and uh yeah started you know just interacting with people more and growing more and more daily weekly monthly um you know as much as i could when when i wasn't working and um i only sort of really took the final the the proper push um when lockdown happened um you know with with more free time to invest in it um you know it really started to build and, and take off and th- you know that's sort of when i met you um uh, i met eric first love at sight right yeah love at first you. sight that's it <laughs> eric, eric 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 helped me into one of the bunkers in Verdansk. Oh, um, that was a very very good drive with the yeah. pissing with all the do you remember oh, I don't know if you ever did it, Jay, but you had to fly around for dance with a helicopter. One of you had to learn Russian, um, and you had to learn all the codes in Russian and then you had to type the code in into the bunker bunker eleven. Where, where's this? What what game is this? Call of Duty. Yeah, called War Cod. Yeah, you had to do it in Warzone. Warzone. Oh yeah, really? It was a blueprint it's for like, one of the guns. It's like, yeah, it's like what they did was to tease for Cold War. They did like oh bonkers, yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And it. what it was, these bunkers had like um, it was like challenges, and it was like a little mystery. So every update, they'll bring something in, like a phone ringing, but obviously you couldn't interact with it. So it got people guessing, and each time it's like a, a bunker in a certain area. But then the codes were randomized for everyone, so you know you had to kind of look up guys for the best way, best game mode. I think oh, yeah. was the best game so- mode. So stressful though. Like, you used to get yeah, bunker campers. It was like if you got all the code right, it'd take you like half hour. If you got all the code right, you'd get to the end and that either someone won the game of plunder or there was about a hundred people camping the doorway when you typed in that code. 
Well, literally, I'll, I'll yeah, to be soon, honest. Soon, soon as, like, yeah, no, I was just going to say, literally, I think uh, that was actually probably one of the best, if not one of the good, like, hypes, obviously, to advertise the game. Because yeah. I like, well, I liked how all the writing came up, and as I said, as you said in Russian, now I actually remember, I was like thinking, what the fuck are these two boys on about? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, am I actually you're getting something? Well, you're an imposter. <laughs> Shout out, I'm on Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's where I met Eric. Um, and then uh, you know, it's a, cute, it's a cute love story, isn't it? it was, yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. he got he got me uh, a Call of Duty, a rare Call of Duty blueprint, and then carried carried on streaming a bit more. Stopped by a couple of your streams, saw you stopping by a couple of other people's streams, and just we just got chatting, and and here we are now. Yeah, uh, no, no, I think it's actually quite. Um, I, to be fair, I don't think I actually probably um, when I actually first came to where Darren and only stream um and obviously like and I started talking to Darren and you knew you just started talking to me I was like oh that's that's pretty cool you know like a lot of times I probably go into a lot of streams some people do tend to talk uh, but some people don't but I mean obviously when Turbo Roller came out I was like hey you dude or whatever like I'm like all right like this guy's up for a chat so it's obviously like then we started talking about Call of Duty and then we started like rating the core duties and that. I thought like, all right, I, I like this guy. I like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's vibing. Yeah, yeah, he's vibing. Yeah, and then, he knows, and then, he you, then you stopped by. I think you stopped by Ad, uh, Addy, Addy, Addy the Hacker Man. He was playing FIFA with a couple of guys, pro clubs, I think. And you yeah. you stopped by. You was coaching him a little bit because I think Addy just started streaming. But to be fair, he actually followed me on Twitter. This uh, this is how it started because he followed me on Twitter. And basically, like, um, like obviously, I, mess- I messaged him basically, like, oh, hey, dude, how's it going? Whatever, like, how are you, basically? And uh, he he was like, oh, yeah, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, how are you? And, I, and I, he was saying to me, like, I'm actually probably one of the first lot of people, like, when he started streaming, like, actually asked him how he was, which is obviously, yeah. like, like, which I was obviously quite surprised about because obviously the gaming community is such a like positive uh, place. Yeah, most of the time, yeah. So, like, you in the right place, right people in the right places, it's a very positive, you know, you can make a lot of a positive community. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I mean, that's why, yeah, I was gonna say, unfortunately, there's quite a lot. Well, it seems to have started a culture of sort of like follow for for follow kind of and not really interacting with, with um, people now. I think now, obviously, the, the lockdown is you know, more people have more time to sort of start streaming. The people who are starting or think about streaming, I think a lot of it is costs. Like, how much you know, do you roughly think you would spend on the stream from very first day of starting and to eventually get into a point where you know, you've got everything like your capture card, you know, you do you need yeah, a PC really, or something? You don't really need to spend anything. Like as I said, Brown just said he started streaming yeah. off his uh, his PlayStation, whatever. Like Direct that's how I started. Yeah. Literally, I started streaming off my PC. I literally had the PlayStation like chat on on the on the right yeah, on the right hand side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mine, but, yeah, mine didn't work. Like it, it's like people try to go. Oh, I'm chatting. I'm chatting to him, but he's not replying. I'm like because I had like, my tablet on down on the side. And obviously the chat was coming on the tablet, but would never come on my PlayStation. But I was, I was thinking, why the hell is that not working? Like, because obviously, like, I was like waiting for these messages. I was like, yeah, please, someone just talk to me. I am new. I need someone oh, no, to talk yeah. to. 
<laughs> sitting there afraid. with one with one view and it's you yeah. and you're like yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. oh we've got a viewer we've got a viewer uh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, remember it peaked, I remember it peaked to like four and i was like i was like tash tash like calling her in i'm like tash yeah. i've got four viewers like yeah. and one of us me <laughs> yeah, one, one, one. and tash was like yeah one of them's me yeah. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> oh, thanks what are you so like me about playstation like the chat was it used to take up like most of your screen so what game what game you're playing you can only see that but if someone's like oh someone's to the right you couldn't really see to the right because like you know you've got the chat there do you know what i mean it's like in your face it's like you know there a black you know a black background and you get your logo you get the views and you get the chat rolling up mm-hmm. so i mean there's obviously ways like from starting to where you guys are now oh yeah I for mean, sure. obviously you know the you want to eventually invest in your your stream and, and spend money to upgrade certain aspects of it. But I mean, literally just, you know, I think the most expensive thing to start streaming is probably a, a, a webcam. And if you're going to stream straight off your PlayStation for a while, you know, and there's nothing mm. wrong with doing that at all, um, you know, or whatever, it's like a hundred pound, you know, I'm sure eventually you could save the money to do that or, or you know, do what lots of people do and just start off without. You know, you don't. Yeah, I don't, people, don't need need to, people don't need to see you. You know, nah. and, I mean, and it's, and it's just sure. another way of interacting, isn't it? Yeah, but that's what you, that's what on. Go on, go on, go on. Talking about obviously Twitch, like obviously you guys are, is it affiliate now? You guys are affiliate? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah talk about them. talk about how that works. So if someone starts streaming, and right. obviously the how do they achieve these goals that Twitch have? All right. Well, first of all, I think uh, from the top of my head, networking is key. Yeah. Uh, like you need to make sure you have a social media. Uh, is I think you can like can do it off Twitch, but I think it would be like a long, a way longer process because then you're relying on people yeah. to come to come into your stream. That's uh, exactly uh, what you so, want to make sure you've got a YouTube channel a Twitter and uh, probably an Instagram as well. Um, mm. And then try to be fairly active on all of those. Um, mm. Join, you know, a few discord servers, interact with people. I think the, the key thing, like Jamie said, is networking, interacting with people on a, you know, on the human level, get to know people and, you know, you won't struggle to reach affiliate at all. Or you can do what they've recently introduced, which is part of their, music service where you just pay and you can be an affiliate yeah yeah that's sort of i i don't know personally i'd consider that kind of cheating because you know i I did it the old school way i'm sure you did as well jay where you know it's three average viewers a set amount of hours and i think just 50 followers which you know you should smash you know relatively quickly it you know like you said if you if you do uh, you know some networking and just you know just chatting to people yeah, put, put of effort. I think that's. I think. Yeah, I think basically, it. it's not. It's not a lot you need to uh, to get affiliate. To be honest, I think I got affiliate. Obviously, uh, I think within the within the first week. I think it's about a week and a, a week and a day or whatever, eight days and what. And I remember when I got affiliate, I was literally like so psyched. I literally was off to sea. I was fucking got a beer out, cracked the beer <laughs> open. I was like, Charlotte, Charlotte, I got, yeah, it's like, got affiliate. Oh, I was like, this is no pretty, I was like, this is probably better than my wedding, not, <laughs> no, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> no, I was like, um, yeah, forget no. the wedding, forget the wedding. <laughs> yeah, exactly, no, this, this is, no, this is top, no, I'm joking. Um, is it, no, it's a close first, but 
wedding first just uh just make sure we're sharp yeah, we, there. Uh, but no super fun when i hit that when you get that email uh, i think i got it at like four o'clock it must have been like four o'clock in the morning i checked my phone uh, and i saw like a load of notifications and i was like what like, was you wait was I, you waiting for it was you waiting for it no like, no nah, nah, i was i was asleep you know like you know one of those ones when you wake up in the middle of the night and you need a wee and then you look at your phone to see what time it is if it's like a reasonable time to go for a wee or not mm. and uh it was like four o'clock and i was like i saw loads of notifications on my phone and i was like what is going on I opened it all up and I was like, oh my God, like, I've hit affiliate. Like, I'm like, oh my God. Like, I was actually like rolled out of bed. I'm like buzzing. I'm like, do I wake Tash? Like, who do I wake up? Like, ah. Yeah. And then I just had to go back to, it was so awkward. I had to go, I wait for a wee and then had to go back to bed. <laughs> so you probably, I, bet, I bet you wanted to like wake up Mace, Tash and go and get like. Hi, everybody. Uh, Anyway, yeah. I, was text, I was texting people at four o'clock in the morning. I've made affiliate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look. <laughs> no, to be fair, it is a good satisfier. It is very satisfying. I think, uh, as Ronan said, you know, like, you, yeah, as Ronan said, probably said, it, it, I think it is a bit like the cheating, not cheating, cheating, but it's like, I think if you're looking for a shortcut, yeah, fine, you can go and do it. But if you want to do it the way me and Ronan did it, it's so, so satisfying. Once you like, grinded and make sure you're doing the networking meeting new people it just makes it so worth it i think like you can't yeah. take that kind of feeling away um i think no, if you it. do if you do it the other way all right no worries you want to take a shortcut whatever and pay god knows how much to get affiliate but i think the difference is you'll get affiliate but then you won't have no viewers because you bought it because that, that since you actually yeah. got affiliate and you build a base, you build a, a community and you've yep. got people around you, you're actually well ahead before they even started and and they even paid for it. But you just paid in hard work where, for example, they paid in money to actually get affiliate. And exactly. I think, I think so you have that community. So you'll have those viewers, you'll have your friends stopping by, you'll have people from, you know, Uzbekistan, Canada, you know, Norway, you know, whatever. You'll have all people from all around the world because you've spent this time networking and chatting to people and making friends. It, it just feels so much more worth it, you know. It, you just feel good, mm, you know, and, and it's just nice to make these, you know, connections with people in such a, you know, unprecedented time, you know, something that, you know, we'll be telling the grand-grandkids about, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. I think uh, during during the the Twitch uh, career, <laughs> uh, but yeah, now um, yeah, Eric. Obviously, we don't want to leave you out, mate. Obviously, no, uh, yeah, we want about, to know a bit about yeah, we, we want to know a bit about you. But obviously, guys, I think we actually may may actually leave Eric as Eric the Stig. Like, so we may have to we might have to leave. Obviously, you know us too because we'll be streaming. Uh, like as Turbo Roller and obviously JD Seven, but we actually may keep uh, obviously um, Eric as uh, maybe maybe a face maybe a face reveal. I don't know. Maybe just entice you guys. Obviously, uh, this, is because... this is where people can start wondering who is Eric. Exactly. Where did Eric? Well, Steve. I'm not going to tell you in this podcast. I'm going to tell you in this podcast where Eric came from. I mean, I know there's a few people who probably already you know in the Discord servers and stuff like. So they need to keep that a shh because you know it's a mystery, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, but, All right. like well. I said, like I said, you know, I'm, I don't stream or anything. I do, I do just get involved in, you know, just helping people get like if they want someone to play with, as in you two, um, like Rolo and Jamie. We even play a lot as well with Jamie, to be fair, yeah, when you're streaming. So, and 
like I said, I think your communities, you know, they like to see consistent people, you know, in a in a real people gaming together and stuff like that. So that's what I do. I like to go in, you know, help support local channels, you know, get involved with them people and game with them. I think the first time I met Rolo, I didn't actually know he was streaming. I didn't actually know. Mm. Um and was playing Warzone together with another friend and <laughs> it went from there. It's like you know, it went from there and and then that's when Rolo told me, Hey listen, you know, a stream, are you okay with that? I was like, Fuck yeah, I'm okay with that. You uh-huh. do you. You know, come with it. You you go and well, that, was that was before your he first was words. Was that your first one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you, you. you. you do you. <laughs> you do you, boo-boo. <laughs> I was like, you do you, man. I was like, if you're streaming, you're streaming. I think that was when Rolo wasn't, you know, that big. I think it was like the first lockdown, you know, he said to me, he was so nervous. He was like, oh, you know, he said, Eric, you know, just so we're clear, I do a stream. Are you comfortable with that? Yeah, that and was, was like, the PlayStation. And I was like, fuck yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to start somewhere. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's where, you know, and I didn't realize, you know, obviously, you know, I tuned into his streams, I'd watch. And I think this is where a lot of people start wondering is who to expect to know after a while when you, you see constant other streamers pop in and you find out their stream and you can make a really good community. And that's what I like about it is like the community aspect of like jumping on with a few friends or maybe get a randomer in who's watching the stream. And yeah. I'm, like I said, it can get a bit busy because people are, like, are requesting so much. I mean, like for instance Robo has a lot of people who play COD or he's on Apex and you know you get a bit of both so you just kind of got to buy your time I think communication is 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 key if you have a good communication with people you won't go wrong so if you have a community where if you just start streaming and you get affiliate and people say oh this is kind of players yeah don't be afraid to say hey I've got this person coming in but I'll let you know what's going on but still tune in and you know watch what's going on I think yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, that's what I like about it's like no. being that community site. Yeah, obviously, I now mod for. I think it obviously is, uh, a mod for. Message uh, today, actually. Funny enough, you actually said that. Uh, someone actually tweeted me. Uh, well, not tweeted, actually, like DM'd me. Uh, basically, saying there's like a new thing. Actually, Stallion. Uh, you know, um, uh, I presume uh, you guys obviously may know Stallion, the one who does like G Fuel, whatever. Like, um, I don't know, actually. You might. Well, I know him anyway. No, Anyhow. sorry, I, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't he, he he went he went for he went for phase five, and he was actually the one one of the guys in England that she made it to like to the top ten or whatever it was or top twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so he was actually on this uh, on on this app, uh, basically called the uh, Shot Call. Basically, uh, you can uh, play with with the streamer it's like an organization where it helps viewers interact with their their, their actual streamers you can i don't think obviously you, you can charge i think for the looks of it i haven't looked into it that much but it's called shot call which was quite cool it looked, it looked quite interesting but i think i might have been sank into it i'll definitely have to look into it and try and make sure obviously the my, my viewers obviously my community can get involved and to be honest, I may not even go through the app. I may just do the old school way and basically uh, just uh, like watch watch your game attack. I'll just add you on my on my thing anyway. So yeah. uh, may, yeah. maybe maybe it's a probably more of a, a bigger streamer app because obviously like you know you don't want so many people on your on your uh, game. Uh, well, you may not be able to add everyone if you've got like twenty k followers. So maybe this is yeah. a, maybe this is like another way for like twenty k. I think I think PlayStation, people, has, like, but... PlayStation has a limit. 
limit of how many friends you can have. Yeah. So, like, how many you can add, add on a friend a friend list? So, I think it's like at least hundred or something. Maybe probably a bit bigger than that now. Yeah, but to be honest, I had like a hundred people. I didn't know like half of them. <laughs> so that's like, yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> so I was oh, like, like three days, like, yeah, like hundred sixty nine days or something. I, that. <laughs> I, might, I might make sure that I set up a day in the week to try and play with um, with viewers. Um, I feel bad. I feel like sometimes I neglect people, but then you know, I you you must have it as well, Jamie, where people stop by your stream, ask to play with you on a day. Yeah. You know, when you've got you know a set squad already yeah, yeah. And, and you say oh you know i've got a set squads you know sorry you know and then you do you know exclamation mark id or whatever you've got your activision mm. i've got you know exclamation mark psn and it's you know my psn um yeah. and then they you know and then sometimes they add you sometimes they don't and then you know if more often than not if you say you, they can't play then and there you know i've had a lot of people just drop straight out of my stream from it yeah which, but I, which is I, kind I, of yeah, yeah, but I, I think I think if someone really likes you, uh, they'll they'll yeah. stick around and wait. I think some people understand because some people just want it there and then. You know, what I mean, and yeah. got space. Like, and you're like, I'm really sorry. You know, um, we've got a full team in the moment, but we will try and get you in. You do everything what you can to get these people in, but yeah, at the same time, uh, you can't drop obviously the people you already got in your team. Obviously, you try and make it fair as possible. I think I don't think you need to feel bad about that. So, no. Um, but as I no, said, that's you know, what I mean. That's why I might set up like a just a day. I don't know whether you feel like that as well. Just set up like one day or like a you know a set slot to try and play with viewers. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like my engagement might be a bit down on on in terms of I don't really often play with viewers. I mainly just play with you know set squads. You know, it's yeah. either you guys or some of the other guys I play with. Yeah, I'll definitely. This, uh, this is where the problem is. I think that's where most obviously high-end Twitch streamers like they, you don't really see them interacting as much as I think they should but it's like you guys you interact all the time do you know what I mean you interact with your viewers and you say it how it is oh I'm full at the moment but maybe one day next week I'm streaming you can jump in then but I think that's also where when people follow you as well like they follow you and they don't and they unfollow you afterwards do you know what I mean and then it's kind of like tit for tat oh am I doing something wrong I think you had it as well, didn't you, Robert? So, where you felt a bit down because he was getting one viewer. And I just said to him, hey, listen, you know, it happens. Just keep streaming, just keep going, and Don't it will pick up. That's it. Yeah, and it, picked and I said, up. it will pick up. And it picked up for him, and he was over the moon. And it was like, I think he hit a stage where a lot of people hit a stage where, should I carry on or should I just give up? And I just said to him, I said, why give up on something that you've built from the ground up? You know, you've built the name Turbo Roller, you've built the community, or you've you know, you've got people behind you, you just mm. keep going. And eventually it did pick up. He started meeting new people. And when he raids people, he gets raided. I think you got raided twice or something. Did you get raided twice at one point? Yeah, last people. Sunday, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah no. he got raided twice. So things like that. Shout out know, to Jazz. Shout out to Jazz for, for the raid. Yeah, no, uh, it's absolute legend, that guy, obviously. I know him probably <laughs> since actually probably the start of streaming, in fact. I think... Um, I definitely, it might not have been exactly, it was quite close. I think it was about maybe a month in uh, that I pretty much met Jazz and uh, Jay, obviously Jab the Heart, um, yeah, quite, yeah. quite, quite early on uh, at about the same time. They were playing Apex all the time, but I wasn't actually into Apex, but now I'm actually playing it all the time. So. Apex is, Apex <laughs> is wave. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. This uh, is no. where like you guys concentrate on because I know a lot of people uh, they're picky what they play. Or some people are into totally different games. You know what I mean, like uh, anime games or you know like um, Among Us or something like that. Yeah. You know, a lot of people play. It. I think we should play that at some point because that's a mobile thing. I think yeah, that'd be yeah. quite a good. Uh, I've, I've got it on the laptop. That'd be quite a good game. Yeah, I can get it on the phone. I can just get my phone. Um, so it, there's there's things where you know you just kind of got to keep the grind. I mean, yeah, Jamie, saying, yeah. we've been we've been going for a win. You know, we've been going for that win, don't we, Jamie? Yeah. As a yeah, duo. I mean, <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> I didn't think. Yeah, I mean, we got two wins yesterday. I mean, I don't think we'd get any wins. Well, I mean, for myself, when you got me in the team, I just thought, you know what? Oh, this is going to be a long night. I'll be honest, <laughs> that, 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 first win, that first win we had, I did have like four cans of lager and I was really, really tipsy. So my concentration was on and <laughs> I was just pushing oh, a bit. Yeah. That's why you can see me just going flying in there, you know, black, black with the hell. Four cans on the first night. Talk, talk about like, <laughs> on you a know, school night. On a school night. <laughs> <laughs> talk about like um like obviously like weapons on apex or weapons in general when you play a game and it's like you have your set weapons don't you have your set your loadout or you have your set weapons that you pick up yeah you know you two know me for this i will slate a weapon oh this weapon's crap you know in the next game i pick it up it's like you kick off with it you know yeah, and that's yeah. what i put the hemlock i was like, i don't really use a hemlock and i was like oh my god like this is this is breaking everything. What's going on? Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's what I mean. That's what. I... No, go on. Go on. All right. Go on. All right. Thank you. Uh... <laughs> 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 uh, uh, I was going to say that. Played, I, was, I, was, I was literally going to say like. Yeah. No. Obviously. Yeah. No. We're we're just keen to chat, guys. That's all. Um. But yeah. No. Uh. Spitfire. I think Spitfire is an absolute great gun. At the it's moment. a laser, mate. Mate, with no do, recoil do you as think well. It's OP? Oh, with a, with, no, with a purple extended mag, forty-five round or fifty rounds, whatever it has, mate, it's OP. Yeah, but is, but is it like an OP gun, like called, compared to Call of Duty, though? No, none, none of the guns in Apex are ever like broken, do, broken. Yeah, I do feel like this is where Apex and Warzone break up, break up, because a lot of people say, "Oh, it's Warzone's like Apex," you know, or something like that. But I think this is where Warzone breaks off from Apex. It's like Warzone, you have a loadout, and everyone is going to be using the meta weapon. There's no and the floor loot, you know, you get used for about, let's say, five minutes because you're picking up cash, you know, you get four players, you get 10 grand in like, t- you know, two minutes of playing. But Apex is, if they're going to buff a weapon to the point where it's good or really, really good, they put it into a care package and it becomes a red weapon. Do you know what I mean? And it's the chances of finding it is rare. Yeah, it's not sitting in the game. and PK care package weapons. Yeah, now, um, now Apex is definitely a good game at the moment. Obviously, yeah, with me, I don't know whether you guys picked up on me, but like, I'm always zero to one hundred with games. I'm like on Call of Duty for like months yeah. on end. Yeah, and then and then you was like that, huh? So we was like that when we play games for like we bash a game and then you get you play a different game and you just stick to that other game. Yeah, so yeah. overall, it was a hard hard fun of Call of Duty. Yeah, no, obviously, uh, as I said, I don't know what it is, but like, I've got so many games I've still got sealed up. It's oh, because no, I, yeah. I, I, I'm literally like, <laughs> I, I only play COD, I only play Apex at the moment, I play a bit of Fortnite, but I fell out of it quite quickly. Uh, but yeah, like, as I said, if I get into a game, I don't want to stop streaming it. I think that's something I definitely need to work on a little bit, but at the same time, it'll be worth it because 
I'll make the streams in, you know, entertain as possible. That's it, because you're um, fully involved in it. You exactly, love it yeah. and, and you're enjoying it. So it makes the stream more entertaining. That's the only thing. It's sad because you've, you've got into Fortnite night. Uh, you've got into Fortnite now where it's kind of, it's still obviously peak for lots of people, but like it, I feel for sort of like maybe our age range or our sort of, what we expect from a game it's kind of it peaked when it sort of hit chapter two and it's for me it started to go um i think it's all not, right not, not not downhill but just it changed it changed because people yeah. can build in 2.5 seconds where you got me building four walls and that took me five minutes so like, it's yeah like, so you see if you got like me building the fault like I know, I know my ability. Obviously, on gaming, I know what I can do or what I can't do. But I felt like when I was when I'm on controller on the PlayStation Five, uh, like building a fault on there on a controller, it would take time to get used to. But I know PCs yeah. are definitely a lot easier to. I was going to say also the, the the sort of their cross plat where they where their cross plat originally was just Xbox and PlayStation. It it worked very well. Um, because you were mixing the two lobbies and it was good but then as soon as they introduced mouse and key into the cross-platform thing it, it yeah it definitely changed the game completely for me anyway and somebody can whip up a hotel bit, how... on, on a decent gaming pc in about one <laughs> second um and i i can only manage like a little little four-wall shack in the in the same sort of time that the guy's built a, yeah he's He's built a Hilton. He's built a Hilton, you know, with a swimming pool, and I've I've literally got four walls and a ramp. Um, so yeah, but yeah, uh, Apex and Call of Duty. Yeah, like you said, you know, Call of Duty has meta weapons. Um, Apex does kind of, but it's never. They're never just. It is never just meta weapons because of the floor loot is so balanced. Um, there's never really a meta weapon, whereas. You know, Call of Duty with the crossover between Cold War and Warzone that kind of changed lots of things in, in the the game as well, um, and not you know not not necessarily bad, not necessarily good. Um, but do you think it's safe to say we're Call of Duty? I'm not sure how you guys feel about it. I think the one what frustrates me the most about Call of Duty is. You complain about a gun because I'm not like say I like to moan about a gun, but you know, like you got a disadvantage. Like yeah. you, you want to play with your favorite gun. Like I will use like a Growl and obviously like maybe like an a, uh, AX50 or like an MP7 or something like that within my. I always use a Growl within my uh, class, but obviously, yeah, but it was it was it was one of the OP cool. guns. But I thought like it's still quite a solid gun. But if you got like a DMR, yeah. Like, in, in, yeah, in, your, yeah. in your in your class, it's like you know when you hear like a gun, like you obviously when you play it so much, you recognise the the shots coming out of a gun. Yep. And you go, oh shit, that's a DMR. Like yeah, that, that's it, a camp on the roof sitting there. Camp on the roof. Do you remember it started with the the brewing? It really started, you know, like it, yeah, that's probably it, right there right was there was like everybody used the growl, and then they were like, right, okay, so we're gonna have a look at it. Then they did the nerf to the range. Um, and then sort of everybody was like, right, what's the next broken weapon? What's the next meta weapon? And then, it, you know, then they introduced the new LMG, the Bruin, which, you know, had good maneuverability. If you stuck a three times sight on it and mounted, it was an absolute laser. 
it was. And, and then, yeah, and for every season, they have broken weapons and they have meta weapons. They nerf it, you know, eventually. Uh, Call of Duty likes to be divisive, I think. You know, they like the publicity of, of people tweeting of about, you know, broken guns or, you know, this isn't right and, you know, glitches to get they, in. They are that, doing it. Really and all that. That. They love it. They, that's just their... That their... was literally my thing. I understand. I think, I think what you just basically said there is now on the head, literally. I think basically they just want publicity all the time i thought that yeah. once they once they knew the brewing got so many complaints so many yeah. people tweeting about it it was like one of the top tweets or whatever on yeah, it was instagram trend, trend, it was Twitter, trending yeah. yeah that's the world's looking trending and it was just like they just knew what they were doing they thought like right we can we can get away with this again people will still play call of duty we, we know people will stick on call of duty so we're gonna piss people off <laughs> yeah <laughs> so and, and, and literally like just keep like we'll we'll nerf this gun but then we're gonna we're gonna like buff another gun and then it's gonna be talking about next minute it could be like the mp7's buffed up again or whatever like yeah but we're, we're, that's the thing with apex obviously that's the reason why i like it because you can I think the call of duty as well i mean do you think youtube is having a big impact because well, the way I see it on YouTube is on YouTube is they make a video on a broken or metal weapon, right? Yep. And then what they do is they plaster their, you know, loadout on top of the screen. This is what I'm using, guys. But do you think that's kind of like, you know, making other people think, do you know what, that works for them, I'll go and do it. Yeah, and it's 100%, like copying. 100%. Do you think they have a big impact on advertising broken weapons? Do you think it's 100%, like... 100%. They, yeah. they go back to YouTube now and look at the DMR. Look, when the first DMR video was was clipped... Before anybody started using it properly, you know, I know people used it on multiplayer and, and on Cold War, which it's where it's, you know, it's incredibly balanced. It's not broken at all in Warzone, but there'll be somebody on YouTube that's done one video or TikTok. TikTok's massive now for, yeah, TikTok, for, yeah. for loadout weapons and meta weapons and, and oh, they try this broken loadout I've got for the, the, fa the new FAMAS or, you know, try this broken loadout for the new tundra sniper and all that and yeah people like to make those videos because it gets views it's clickbait you know and that's 100 percent gets you you know thousands of views or likes and shares and that's what content creation is all about you know is to make content that people want to share to click on and like and enjoy you know yeah. and as, as divisive as it might be you know like it you know it pees me off you know when you get killed by um, you know, somebody using the DMR because, you know, ex YouTuber has said, um, you know, that this is the, the meta, this is the loadout you should use and all that. But, you know, then in turn, you go and set up your loadout exactly the same way that you just got killed. And then you jump into a game of Warzone and you go and kill somebody with the exact same weapon that you were killed by in the previous game. Um, yeah. you know, so it, you know, content creation is, is, is only as good as it, you know, it, you know, it can be and as good as, you know, you want it to be. Um, and, and it's fantastic that this is now a career opportunity for people. I was so, yeah. When I, when I first started gaming, uh, you know, my, my parents would tell me all the time I was wasting my time, um, you know, playing Call of Duty. Oh, mate, massively. Honestly, Come you know, on, find a job. Yeah, that was, that was it. Yeah. Yep, and that's then, it. Like, that was it. It's, it's 16, you know, 16 I had to go and work at Sainsbury's because, you know, apparently, <laughs> apparently playing apparently playing Halo and uh, 
Call of Duty 4 wasn't um, a viable fire. option back then. But, you <laughs> the question know. that I've got is, yeah, yeah. with gaming Go is, do you think gaming, especially shooters, are a big hit on crime? Do you think gaming affects mental mm, health? No. Or do you think gaming think it makes no, people go out and no, rob a no, car or something? No, I'd say there's no... I'd say, you know, if you go through scientific studies and stuff like that, I'd say it has no relevance at whatsoever. Um, I, I don't think, you know, you see somebody using an AK-47 in GTA <laughs> or, or, or Call of Duty, it doesn't then suddenly make me want to go and pick up an AK-47 and run down the street. I, I think, you know, if anything, like Jamie said, it's, it's an escape escapism from from kind of the, the monotony oh, yeah, of, of your day or, or, or your life. It's a bit of me time. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's it. You just go there, a bit of stress relief sometimes, or, you know, actually sometimes it makes me more stressed. But, <laughs> um, you know, you have good games, you have bad games. And, um, I, I, you know, I just think it's a nice escape from, from you, know, you know, spending nine or ten hours a day or whatever it is at, at work, you know. You get to come home, you have a nice dinner, you know, have a bath or a shower, you know, you, you see your, your family, see your kids, whatever, you know, you put them to bed and you sit down and, you know, you, you know, chat to your missus or whatever and, you know, load up Call of Duty for an hour. If you have a missus or, you know, whatever, just, you know, come home, have a shower, have, make yourself a dinner and, and sit down and, and have a have a couple of games with the boys on, on COD, you know, whatever whatever oh, works oh, for oh, you. Oh. But it's just a nice escape, you know, and, you know, it's something that I've always uh, been a part of, you know, going back to, you know, like, pokemon you know on the on the game boy you know or you know n n64 you know the snares oh, game boy color oh. game boy color yeah all of the you know going way back you know to when co you know consoles were weren't even you know playstation one you know that, yeah playstation yeah, but, one was a like flash bandicoot right you score yeah you know flash bandicoot um what I, mean. I, you know, I mean i used to play nintendo on nintendo Oh, yeah. I never, you know, I never, you, I couldn't get into Nintendo. I was going to say Tamagotchi, but you know, that's not really a console. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you know, that was a yeah. pocket digital thing that you had to look after. It is, you know, yeah. it was a game at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Actually, to be fair, I feel like that actually taught you, taught you life lessons, like, uh, like life skills. So, not life lessons, life skills. Basically, like how to look after a pet. Yeah, oh, well, 100 percent. Even none of the responsibility, but all of the responsibility. You know, it taught you responsibility to look after a pet, but then obviously it's a digital pet, so you know there's no real world <laughs> consequences. You know, R.I.P. Uh, Eric's Nintendog, who's not who's not had any dinner since he put down his DS all those years <laughs> I mean, ago. Like, seven or something like that. Poor, poor guy sat there, so waiting for a meal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, is that like you know with a sign saying my, my older left me for a PlayStation? That's it. Hopefully, feed hopefully he's been adopted, Eric. Yeah, hopefully. Shout out to the adopters. Yeah. Jamie, what Tamagotchi did you have? I had a little dinosaur. Uh, you know, I, I can't actually remember. <laughs> it's, it's not, I think I it was. A, I, I, had a, I had a turquoise one, and it was a little like a little T Rex thing. I think mine was like red. I know my. I know I lost mine quite early on. Um, or the Tamagotchi like, or the yeah, pet, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, 
both. <laughs> it was that's what I mean. It's a life skill, you know. Like I, I've been playing my PlayStation or I don't know, like the Xbox, um, and then and then like, you you forgot you forgot about your pet on the Tamagotchi. You're like shit. Like, Starts beeping. I like yeah yeah. I'm like no. And, like, run, and you run to your mum. Mum, my pet died. <laughs> Stop Stop yeah. Not Phil. Not yeah. poor Phil. No. But to be fair, I think it's a good I think to be honest, I think it's quite a good life skill. And I feel uh like going back obviously to as you said with the AK forty seven, uh does it give you like bad vibes? Obviously, would it bring a, a, the worst out of you? Like there was actually like uh scientists basically saying um like people actually whoever like I think it was one of them, which was uh driving games like Forza um and like uh grand turismo and stuff like that they said if you played like driving games it actually makes you like a better driver because you know how to react like to like a crash or like a, a, a yeah. close call Speed or anything like that time. yeah exactly reaction times exactly that's what i, I think yeah i think like driving games i think you, you know if you starting to do your driving lessons if you're a big gamer as well i mean if you've got like a reel mm. and a gear you know, like the gear sticks and that and yeah. you went on to like say I don't know, Formula One or something, and you sat there with your wheel, you know, you've got your, your paddles at the back for your gears, and if you just put it on, you know, if you did a race or something, you would actually learn how, what to listen for in a car. You know, when a car's about to change it, and then when you change gear, yep. it, you can relearn, and more, it's all about muscle memory. I think gaming does make you have muscle memory. You, you know, you can go off a game and play something else, you mm. come back to another game, and it's like, yeah, boom, I know how to play this. Yeah. So I think gaming does have a lot has an effect on positives more than negatives. I think when people say, "Oh, gaming is bad," bad, I think they just like you know they don't understand you know what gaming is. They haven't looked into yeah. it. It's like, oh, this guy plays Call of Duty, so he's gonna you know he's gonna he's got guns in his back guard or something yeah. like that. But that's not the case. You know, they they are learning you know how to make themselves better as a skill. You know, you, you can play cooking games. You know, recipes that you know. You've probably never thought you'd cook, and then you go and cook it for your missus or something like that. Do you know what I mean? So I think gaming has more yeah. positive than negatives. Well, oh, and, and then, and then also, you know, like the same for like content creation as well. Like content creation has become huge now in terms of you know, like people taking up hobbies during lockdown. You know, people have started to use YouTube to learn how to you know make banana bread, or you know, that's just you know one example. You know, there's been lots of you know. How do you make banana bread? I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. Listen, mate, I'll make you a decent sausage casserole, mate, but I cannot make you banana bread. What's the recipe for your sausage casserole? Go on. What's the recipe for your sausage casserole? A lot of a lot of red wine. A decent passata. A Norse chicken stock cube. Decent sausages. Grilled. Grilled decent sausages. What sausages would you recommend? People at home who want to cook a sausage casserole on a Friday night or Saturday night, what what sausages would you recommend? Uh, you you can't beat a butcher's choice or a, a taste of difference. Um, yeah, or, or just go to your, support your local butcher. Yeah, and, uh, I was about to say that. Head, head oh, down to your local butcher. Yeah, exactly. They, you know they they'll 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 be happy to advise you on on a, a whole range of different sausages that you could um, add in. And then, you know, make sure you've got some carrots, some celery, and some kidney beans. Yeah, kidney no. beans? Kidney no, beans. You don't put kidney beans in the 
bloody casserole. Yes, you do. You don't. Mate. You need your. Yeah, fi- you, my, need my, you need your fruit and fibre. Got to look my after yourself. Maybe my dad makes okay. me uh, a casserole and it would, like a sausage casserole, and it would leave the skins on the potatoes. So when yep. he's making mash, he leaves potatoes. Mate, I I hate it. We always just say this. This is good for your skin. But I always just say, hey, no, it's not. It's it it dirty. He says it. He says yeah, it's good yeah. for you. And he used to make me sit there, and he said, if you don't eat it, you don't get no chocolate. And I'm a sucker for chocolate. So, ladies, if you're listening, I'm a sucker for chocolate. But <laughs> if you have, if you have, if you have ever upset Eric, get him a bar of chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> easy. Bar he's chocolate. easy. He's easy. He's easy. Bar of chocolate. He's um, I used to sit there and I used to get these decent sausages and it's like sausage, you know, sausage, mash and gravy and stuff like that. That used to be like childhood. But like turkey twizzlers are back in back in stock now, aren't they? Since yeah, the, I, bought, I, bought, I bought a couple of them. And I must say, Any I must, good? Um, they don't taste like the, the originals, unfortunately. I'm actually quite disappointed about it. It's still, it's, I feel like this, the, the, the everything, well, maybe about, I don't know, yeah. Maybe over half is quite similar to how it used to be, but I f- you know what it's like the tangy tomato where you get the, the flavour. It used to be quite like sloppy Joe kind of thing, like that it was. It was yeah. quite. Like it was quite sticky. greasy. Yeah, greasy. Yeah. 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 yeah, You get you get them out of the packet, and it's yeah, and you cook it. Uh, you get a bit of a taste from it, but to be honest, I feel like you got to do a bit of extra work to kind of get it like how it you used to be. Original, yeah. 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 Because I think they made it too healthy. Like, well, it's not healthy. I think it was like three and a half uh, grams of fat in per per like per length or per yeah. one. Sorry, but which isn't too bad. But I mean, it's fair play. I mean, they brought out uh, Turkish Twizzlers back. Obviously, I thought actually, uh, well, strong word, but I don't, I don't very uh, very much like uh, Jamie Oliver. Obviously, uh, when he took away Turkey Twizzlers from school dinners, I think. Imagine uh, that person. No, so I'm, I'm split on Jamie Oliver as a as a cook as a chef. I, I like I like I like that he was the edgy. Well, I, yeah. He, see, so he's like this, yeah. There's yeah. Gordon Ramsay's hilarious. Sort of stuff Ramsay. he comes out, you would never but think. Like. Jamie Oliver's his ideas are good, as in like you know he wants to educate people on nutrition, you know, whatever you know, and it's always good to be aware of nutrition and and learning about foods and what you know is good and what's bad for you but the the point of it is is that you know like you should know you should have some self-control and and be able to moderate your intake of of food and that's he's sort of taking that he's taking your options away is what bugs me is you should leave the options there for people just make them aware of what they can and can't shouldn't yeah should should and shouldn't you know you shouldn't eat you know four family sized bars of Cadbury's, you know. <laughs> you know, you should have, you know, an apple yeah. and so you know, do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. you should yeah. You should trust yeah, people just, basically. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah, just like educate, people. educate people. Educate people. You know, fuel in versus fuel out. Yeah, exactly. 100%. I think that I think that has a big play. I think if you're going into trying to educate people as a chef, you know, as a you know a successful chef or something, I think you should make obviously videos or something how to prepare a well-balanced meal for everyone do you know what i mean yeah, like well, a role base that's, that's where content creation has really stepped up yeah. um it, it's game you know youtube is is absolutely you know a wealth of information there you know at your fingertips literally within you know you type in youtube and you type in you know 
Massaman Curry, for example, or Ty Curry, yeah. and you know, four hundred videos will appear. You know, yeah. so you know, I think it's, I think it's, you know, we live in a, in a fantastic age of, you know, where technology is, you know, grown and grown and grown, but it's crazy, you know, how reliant we are upon it. In, yeah. in, on the, on the flip side of that coin, you know, how good technology is and how amazing and quick it makes our lives on the flip side of that is how reliant now we've become as a generation, not, you know, on technology. So I, there's there's pros and cons for everything. I think in in life, just in general, you know, there's always pros and cons. Yeah, I think I think it's safe to say, like as you said, I think it's it's common sense. Uh, I think the words we're probably looking for. Uh, you know, yes. you you yeah. you wanna you wanna like uh, trust people uh, just to make the right decisions, but some people obviously just can't be trusted. Obviously to oh so yeah, may, course, so, yeah. So, may, so maybe that's why Jamie Oliver had to maybe step up and do it. But I think maybe so there's a step up. Yeah, of course. Of but you, some people to change their diet or you know change their ways of cooking. Do you know what I mean? There's so many ways. You, cooking is like science. You know, so if you end up in flames or end up in the bin or end up in, you know as a nice meal. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if it's, I mean, I obviously say this saying all the time. I literally say to most things in most scenarios, you can bring a horse to water, but you can't. You make can't it make drink. it drink. Exactly. <laughs> and that's favorite and, saying. Yeah, exactly. The the JD Seven saying that is that he would probably say that all the time. I mean, I say it in most scenarios, but I do love a good saying. To be fair, and I think uh, you know, um, you, you you can help anyone, uh, and obviously give people the guidance to. Uh, the help what they need to 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 better themselves and be their yep. to be their best selves but sometimes only you... that person that individual can better themselves that's, yeah exactly. that's the way it is so they, yeah. you have so many people to, tell you to, to do it yeah, yeah. No. it's always down to that person to better themselves but for the viewers at home as well don't <clears throat> go onto the uh you know twitter page chat box twitter page and give us your childhood dishes that you had you know i think we'll have a look through them yeah yeah, yeah. favourite meals. Yeah, obviously know. go uh, go and check out on our Twitter and Instagram. We've got an email there. Obviously, uh, from the top of my head, it was the chat box uh, one at gmail.com. So, uh, so, so yeah, I mean, let me say it again. The, the chat box one at gmail.com. Oh, yeah, obviously, I think I got smashed oh, it. Smashed it. So, box Twitter, uh, which is chat box. That's it. Uh, you got that the, 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 the chat box. Uh, or you can oh, put... it's a, yeah, it's a chat box. Yeah. It's usually it's, it's, it's there. We'll, we'll um, go on Twitter and just type in the chat box and you'll find us um, there. The chat box podcast. That's the yeah. one. Thank yeah. you very or, much. Or, or you could just do at uh, chat box podcast. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, at chat box podcast, yeah. So, uh, yeah, obviously we should have rehearsed that little bit, one voice, but yeah. <laughs> we yeah, all, yeah. Uh, so we, we got, we got, we got, we got. Improv. Is, <laughs> yeah, improv, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We'll, we'll get used to this, obviously. It's only our first episode. Uh, but yeah, guys, obviously, I think there's another one that she was uh, uh, thinking is actually on here, football. Obviously, uh, we didn't actually mention, obviously, uh, you know, me, me and Roland are actually big into football big football for the football football supporters eric i don't know if you even asked you are you actually into football uh, i am and i'm not okay if it I was mean, a I team. Roll about this. Well, i'll just support 
I would support United and City only because I was born in Manchester, and I just think United and City should just come together and you know be one, be, be as one. You know, there's different sides of Manchester. I know all that, but I'm just saying. But I, I mean, I'd watch the England game or something, you know, with the World Cup and that sometimes with a nice beard, you know. But I don't watch it that much as you know. I think I've kind of grown out of that. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah, think football is enough. part of my family, but I mean, I always see people. I love reading the comments on football pages. You know how diverse everyone is. You know yeah, I, but... that, that that makes my Friday night. That makes my night. It's watching yeah, people yeah. go at each other. My football team is better. No, my football team. Yeah, we've got Gerard though. Yeah, but we've got Wayne Rooney though. Yeah, it just it's just like it's there. You know, I Where love that last... kind of. Where was the last time yeah. you read these comments? <laughs> oh, I know, I know. 1996. <laughs> I use them as an example, you know. Like for yeah, yeah, whatever, I got like, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, football's not really been in my life that much. I know some people grew up around football, you know, like um, their hometown or their favourite country and stuff. So um, it's very political. Not as political as I think it would be, but it's there. I mean, Sir Alex Ferguson was a very good manager for Man United. I mean, he, the way he, you know, made that team well, come alive, really. Arguably the best manager to have ever graced yeah. the Premier League. Yeah. Bar Arsene Wenger. Sir Arsene. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always one. Always needs to manage. But talking about football, like, their wages are really... Do you think their wages should be that high for what they get paid? No. And what no. they do? No. It shouldn't be, no. But... Obviously, that's just the, uh, the modern way it's gone, and I feel, yeah. to be honest, it's not, it's not. It's only so much you can do, um, unless obviously, like maybe the FA or FIFA yeah. basically said, right, we are slashing everyone's wages by half. Um, but then, yeah. but then, then again, and then, then the footballers can go right. We're going to go on a protest, so it's like a bit of like a 50 yeah. fifty. I mean, to be fair, what footballers get paid, and when they're playing football, they get tapped on the leg. The amount of times you go down holding it, oh, we need some sort of great. Yeah, I mean, come on, man, you play the, uh, play the grass. I mean, it's, it's I know, but you, 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 you say that, right? And I understand it, you know, then somebody will throw up, you know, a game of rugby, you know, but this isn't every footballer. This is, you know, the fact that there's so, like, rugby has, a, a, you know, a, a few leagues, but in football, there's, it goes all the way down. There's like, I don't know, however, it's like 30 tiers of, of football, it, it, you know. It, you know, there's you're bound to have players that you know play act or or do things because yeah, that's yeah. that's you know the nature of people. Yeah, it does annoy me. I, I find it frustrating when when people get sent off or you know f- you know bloody hell. I, off the top of my head, I could come up with five examples of players that have been sent off for for play acting. You know, not only just for my own team but for other teams. Uh, and yeah, like nobody wants to see play acting in sport and. They could be stricter on it, but you know they're not, and so you know that kind of you know it falls down onto the you know the referees to be more aware of of, of players yeah. that do it you know religiously or you know players that do it consistently, but you know they're not, and that you know consistently go unpunished. Um, yeah. You know, Would you yeah, s- I'm not going to name names because you know then that's you know how you start a sort of Twitter oh, war right. or something yeah, like that. That's, that's uh, almost going to politics, isn't it? So uh it is. But but would you would you probably say like do you think that the referee allows it though? Because I feel oh, like because I feel like if the referee was a lot harsher, 
like uh basically said you know enough is enough yep uh because you've probably seen a few if maybe if you look at the championship obviously where where i sport qpr like and with with with, with without var and whatever like yeah I, I don't i don't i don't think you really see too much diving um but obviously since you've got var comes into it people gonna like because when you're in slow motion it's always gonna look worse yeah uh, sometimes and uh especially if you're good at acting that like acting actually to dive and some of these like acting like dives and when when he actually dives an oscar yeah, it's just like it's like it's better than Tom Cruise or whatever. He's done some of the stunts he's never done. Uh, but yeah, no, um, I do, I do think you know uh, um, the the ref definitely allows it. I think if we, or not we, but maybe the, F, the FA and uh, FIFA actually like done think about it, or oh, said basically I, I, yeah. like, say, well, if you're gonna die, we take twenty percent. That's it. Well, like, uh, yeah, it's just a, just a match ban. Oh yeah, or well, match ban. Every, yeah, every. every you know, if you're found to have been diving or play acting to con the referee, it's a match ban. Yeah, yeah. Or, 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 or deducted points from the team. Well, it's going to hurt their line their pockets more if you take the money away. So I think that if you take their, their, a, bit, a percentage of their money away, they'll probably think twice not to dive. That'll cost them 20 grand. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, it was 20 so, grand. 20 but, grand. So yeah, but look at that in the general it... scheme of things. If they're on 300 grand a week, 20, 20 grand is, is, you know, that's like 20p. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I, 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 I think, I think, you know, you don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know, but the the referees in the Premier League, I find, are very um, inconsistent and not, not. Um, Do you think referees should be more like educated or more? Giving more information. Well, I th- I think I think they should be there. the referees' performances should be analysed. They you know, and and why you know, for example, Lee Mason gives a penalty for you know this this you know a push in the back on a player, and why then you, you know Mike Dean doesn't award a penalty for you know a shirt tug in the box. You know, and what you know why. You know their performances are never analysed. I feel like it's you know an old boys' club where they're all best of pals. You know they never they never go against each other's decisions in the Premier League, and and um, you know they they all you know they're all best of mates and have each other's backs. And uh, you know I find it quite frustrating from you know even game to game, hour to hour, the decisions are completely different. I think you know the Championship definitely has. Way a way better standard of refereeing than the Premier League, and the fact that you know almost none of the England officials or the Premier League officials ever make it to you know major finals. You know the fact that we've only ever had two was uh, ha- uh, Howard Webb and um, um, the other fella who went over to Saudi Arabia recently. Yeah, another Mark- one. Is it Michael Oliver? Yes, I think it was Michael Oliver. Yeah. I think it's. Oh, I don't really actually know a lot of uh, referees' names or whatever. But to be yeah. honest, um, but the but, fact that we've only ever had two represent, you know, from the Premier League in in major cup finals over, you know, my, you know, thirty years, and we've had two, kind of explains to you how poor the standard of refereeing in the Premier League is. Do you not think it's got lazy because of the VAR? I don't. Football has, you know, technology-wise, has 
know, developed more into oh, technology. Hugely. Hugely. Uh, yeah. Obviously with VAR, you know, now you've got the, the foam where they mark where you take the penalty and stuff. So but yeah, but that's what I'm trying to say is like if you if you look at it from another perspective, like do you think the referee becomes a bit bit reliant on on the VAR go, you know what, I'm gonna let you lead that down to the VAR to make that decision. Completely. They don't they don't use the monitors at all, really. Um, you know, that they've got all the they've got all of the technology there to better themselves and to have a better game as a referee and choose not to use it at all and are just reliant on, you know, whatever f- fella, you know, in his ear at Stockley Park saying, yeah, yeah he's <laughs> offside or, yeah, 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 or, yeah, yeah, yeah Phil, uh, that fella was offside. You know, we've, we've spent 20 minutes drawing a load of lines on an Excel <laughs> spreadsheet. Uh, he's definitely offside. But Sorry, then, mate. Yeah, no, yeah I, I just, I just feel like you know, yeah, I think they've got lazy. I think they've got very complacent, and there's all the technology there to help them, but they're choosing not to, to utilize it, um, which is frustrating to see because you know teams are robbed of points, un- unduly, you know, from from poor decisions from referees, and and they're the people that are supposed to ha- set an example and have, you know, an, an impeccable game. Yes, you know human error or whatever but you've got all the technology there to correct human error so yeah this is what i'm saying this is like they're meant to be the best league in the world and obviously we've got referees which are doing a half half a job yeah and obviously if you if you if you look at like uh some of the var decisions and i was about to make a joke basically saying like maybe one of the guys actually probably maybe he missed it maybe he was looking at the monitor he goes yeah. you know what he's, he's, so, he's, he stepped yeah. out to have a cheese yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> sorry i just stepped out to have a wee so uh, yeah yeah i think that was offside there gal yeah just yeah. just say it's offside i didn't yeah, just watch say it offside, yeah, he's, yeah. Had a, he's gone out for a tactical fag missed it and come back yeah. in just yeah. calls it was offside and that's yeah. what took five minutes yeah, I know. I, that's what it does feel like. Honestly, we have the poorest standard of refereeing across a lot of the leagues uh, in the Premier League, and it's cost Arsenal quite a few times. Um, you know, being an Arsenal fan, so mm. it can be quite frustrating. We've had you know a goal disallowed against Leicester for absolutely no reason. You know, Nicolas Pepe got sent off against Leeds. You know, rightly so, eventually, but you know, the fellow was provoking him, he, 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 and he, he wasn't he's got lazy, though. He's got lazy, I think, in, the, in, the, in some respect. When I actually saw, like, you've got him for 70 mil, but I'm not too sure maybe the pressure's got to him, but you know, where uh, that could just be me. Where you know, when you when a player like Harry Maguire went to United, you know, when he went for 80 mil, and like just a second the same as Ronaldo, and obviously. Yeah. You know, going back to his records, he scored like 760 career goals. Yeah, uh, scored the most is, career uh, goals of any player in the world. Yeah, exactly. So if you look at it from that perspective, that's what 80 mil gets you. But if you look in today's football, 80 mil, 80 mil gets you Maguire. So yeah, you know, you know, so you can't kind of like put it into perspective. Like, it's, um, yeah, it's crazy. Chelsea spent all that money on their goalkeeper that doesn't even, you know, doesn't even make the the bench. Most games, yeah, cap, yeah, obviously, uh, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm, it's safe to say, isn't it? Of you know, in the space of a decade, yeah, uh, like 
money in football is uh, significantly different, obviously, compared to what you used to get. Like when back in when Ronaldo went for eighty mil, which we've yeah. thought back then was a lot of money. Huge, yeah. It's still a lot of money now. I don't know why I say it's not a lot, but it is a lot. But <laughs> in today's football, it's not. It's not. They won't, they won't get you the bread, will it? So uh... no, exactly. <laughs> I, I know hard. it's the money um, banded around it in football is is obscene, but it generates so much money and, and revenue that that's the kind of industry it's in. I, you know, you can like, you can liken it to the NBA or, or the NFL as well in terms of money and salaries and stuff, you know, pro it's just, I think it's more, you know, pro athletes and pro sportsmen have that money. Now they generate so much income for, you know, the team that, you know, and ad revenue and brand sponsorship and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I was just going to actually probably mention, uh, obviously, about the NFL. Obviously, uh, I don't know about you, Eric. Obviously, uh, you know, it's so that's what I mean. Like, you know, uh, I just want to make sure that like, everyone's, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, like, you know, was, the American yeah, Ameri- yeah, yeah, American football, yeah, Which is really so, rugby in the UK. Sorry, which is just really uh, rugby in the UK, NFL football, the American yeah. version, yeah, yeah. similar soccer, so. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, like if they want to call it American football, let them be. Obviously, uh, or football, I mean, it doesn't hurt anyone. Oh, God, we're in here. Does NFL stand for National Football League? National Football League, does it? Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Smashed it in one. So, we have got the Super Bowl this Sunday. Um, obviously, you've got the Green Bay Packers. Go, Green Bay. So do, you, so do you think the Green Bay are going to go all the way? Uh, because you have still got Tom Brady, uh, who is uh, obviously who I support is the New England Patriots. Uh, you know, he's a six-time, all, all-time all uh, Super Bowl champion. Yeah, MVP, exactly. Hall, so, Hall of Famer. Hall of Fame, yeah. The absolute goat of yeah. uh, quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So do you do you think uh Rogers has got it got it in the bag? Obviously if they... this is his this would be his second Super Bowl now. Yeah. Or third, is it second? I've I've seen him I've definitely seen him I win think one. it's I've, I think it's two. Um but obviously I've definitely taken more of an interest. I did obviously support the Patriots when I was younger, but I definitely uh, got more invested into it, maybe like over this season, maybe previous season, and started getting more into it. Um, but the I thing is, the time difference is the only the only thing that sort of stops a lot of people getting into the NFL. You know, because yeah. their games are on at you know, you know, sometimes like two a.m. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I was up actually uh, like last week on Sunday. There was a game. I think it was the Buccaneers. Uh, who were they against? They were against um, the Saints. And basically, um, I'm pretty sure I'm right, uh, Buccaneers against Saints. And they did, like, to be honest, I obviously I'm a big uh, Tom Brady fan. I think he was, as you said, he, he was a goat of a goat, like of a, of a quarterback, probably one of the best NFL players ever to touch a football field. So... Um, obviously, him to go to the Buccaneers, which obviously I was a bit, a little bit gutted about. You know, um, he he went to, he went from twenty years to being at the New England Patriots, and then to go, you know what? You know, I want, I want, a, I want a new go at uh, a new, a new, uh, new try, a uh, new team with the Buccaneers. But well, fair play to him. He obviously, he's forty three. Maybe Bill, obviously, probably didn't think he's got the minerals to to go out for another year or two. So he maybe was probably asking maybe another two-year contract, maybe. We don't actually really know. But I think 
he just probably maybe wanted something a bit different scenery, which is probably understandable as well. I yeah, mean, 20, 20 years at one team is is a lot of years. And, you know, especially if they're not going to offer you the kind of length of contract you want, you know, you're going to go elsewhere and play, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, he hasn't got the legs, though, is he? But, I mean, like, no. you know, but he's got the arm. Like, if, you, if you've been seeing... Oh, mate, he's something... got a cannon. Yeah, like, if you look in some of these throws, I mean, to be honest, like, I'm a little bit worried because I'll be still... I put money on. I put twenty quid on uh, the uh, the bills to win. I was. Uh, I think I told you, Ronan, about it. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And um, it's twenty quid, and I get one hundred and thirty pound back. And I didn't. To be honest, like I did want to put my money on the Buccaneers, uh, just because obviously purely on Brady because he's obviously been there, done that. But I don't know whether his team had the you know the capacity or like the the, the skill to maybe go all the way, but obviously proved me wrong. They're actually going a lot further than what I thought. So they went from like 16, 17 to one. Uh, they were actually right at the bottom of the, of the uh, who to win Super Bowl because they didn't really think the Buccaneers were actually never gone to the Super Bowl. So for them to actually get to the semifinals and obviously go against the Green Bay Packers, which obviously Rogers has been there before. He's very well experienced. I think it's going to be a very good game. Um, I think um, it's going to be exciting. And to be fair, safe to say, lucky enough, it's actually going to be an early, early enough game so we can actually watch it. I think it's like quarter to eight or something like that. So, which is, oh yeah, decent. I'll be tuning in then. Yeah. Yeah. So um, obviously the bills is like a game after, but I'm obviously thinking maybe I had to, Maybe talk to my boss and say, you know what, can I have a, like a, a day off on a Monday so I can actually like, watch both games? Because especially when you've got like, money on it, it always makes it a bit more spicy, I think. But don't forget as well, you know, please gamble responsibly as well. You know, yeah, don't go overboard. Oh, yeah. Put your house mortgage on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> when so the gamble responsibly. Just a bit of pocket money on it. <laughs> yeah. As Sky Sports would say, when the fun stops, stop. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the chat box is saying as well. So you guys obviously respond, uh, yeah, bet responsibly, game, bet yeah, game, play, game whatever responsibly. Yeah, yeah, that don't, don't, board, you know, don't use your kids' Christmas presents either. You know, just gamble responsible. You know, yeah, yeah, that's Eric's uh, advice for you. Don't. <laughs> that's my that's my uh, January advice for you guys: gamble responsible. Yeah, yeah. No, um, no. I, I'm really looking forward to uh, to uh, Sunday, obviously, with the NFL. Uh, I definitely have got into it over the last season, especially this season. I think um, I don't know about you, Ronan, but do you do you watch uh, the actual season itself? Do you just keep an eye on it, or I, I uh, just mainly keep an eye on it because of, of, like I said, the time difference. Most of the games are on at uh, inconvenient times. Um, he's, in bed, he's in bed by eight o'clock. That's it. In bed, <laughs> in bed, in bed by half nine. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. Love it. Um, yeah, so more often than not, <clears throat> I'm not awake at 2am to uh, tune into the Super Bowl, but I do try and keep an eye on it. But I did have a, a ritual up until, you know, the first, well, last January, where um, I normally always stay up and watch the Super Bowl uh, with my old man. Uh, yeah. With, it was like our little thing. Um, he's... Oh, is <laughs> he's he? He's always been in sport, so um, and he's always been into sport. Got me into sport, so uh, watching the Super Bowl was sort of one of the the things we used to to do when I lived with him. Um, and then we just tried to carry it on, but yeah. obviously now you know with restrictions and stuff like that, you know we won't be able to. We didn't manage last year. I didn't even watch it last year. Um, I was just busy, and then this this year I won't be able to uh, 
managed you can always do Skype yeah. though we can always try and do it over Skype what we're doing over now obviously we're doing a podcast over yeah yeah over the internet so obviously that's what we're saying with the technology so um uh, yeah. yeah I mean obviously yeah, I mean, you know, it's an option, isn't it? Obviously, yeah. Uh, of course, yeah. But so. also, another option is to go to bed at a normal time and, and wake up. That's yeah. That's what I was going to say. It's the adult Roland of her thinking that is. Uh, that is dad, dad Roland, um, yeah. worrying Roland about getting up at six o'clock. He was up at half five this morning. Mason got up at half five this morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, a, that's a standard time to get up bright and early. You know, eat yeah. your breakfast. <laughs> Eric, yeah. Eric, 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 can you confirm what time you woke up today? <laughs> um, you two o'clock. o'clock. Two o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget. Oh. Don't forget. I've been, I've been on the grind on Apex, and it's you know showing go, up. Did you go to bed? Uh, I actually went to bed at a reasonable time, which was one o'clock in the morning, which is reasonable for me because I usually go to bed about four or five. You know. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, you've you've well, reversed I've back. I mean, if I get up early, you know, the next day I do go to bed at like midnight. So you know curriculum's there you know it's just sometimes you know you want to sit in bed i blame netflix though I mean, netflix you know keeps you up it's like oh watch this film and i, I watch it i get into it and then before you know it everyone's up right of dawn and i'm going kipping you know talking about sports does anyone watch formula one uh, yeah uh, I, 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 have I have been. Been. i have been it? yeah uh, yeah, so I mainly watch Sky Sports News, so you just catch up on all the sort of yeah, yeah. sporting news. Um, and Lewis Hamilton setting records. Yeah, yeah. And more do, and more what do you think, Mercedes? Do you think the Do you think Mercedes is overpowered, or do you think they're just very logical what they do compared to other big teams? Yeah, because Ferrari had Ferrari had a stinker of a you know a season yeah. last year, didn't they? Yeah. You know, they started off on the, on the uh, testing. It was like, oh yeah, we, we look out for them. And then obviously, Seb's moving to Aston Martin now. Uh, but Ferrari, obviously, where do you think they went wrong? Do you think it was in, within the team, or do you think the car? Was oh, I think they've, got, I think they've got problems in the team with the yeah. drivers. Yeah. The drivers don't get along very well. I, I can't even yeah. remember who they've got now. They had Massa. They've got Carl Sainz, who who signed at the end of 2020 Ferrari now. And obviously, they've got yeah. the clerk. Danny Ricciardo's moved to uh, McLaren now after two years of Renault. Um, and it's like a lot of people that I see, especially on the Formula One Facebook you know, page, a lot of people don't like Lewis Hamilton because of they find it boring. I mean, do, yeah, but do you do think i don't know i don't know about boring i i mean i find him boring but that i don't find that him winning all the time he's boring he he's got he's he's in a team that's heavily backed they've got you know all the scientists and all the engineers they could ever possibly want to design and and build a car that you know a lot of interviews is that he was he says sometimes as well as like the chemistry he has with the team goes a long way like the team morale is a key thing so if there's an issue where they don't win a race or they have yeah major they go back they sit you know they sit down and they have a conversation and they iron that out but well like, I, think, I feel like he's sort of the star of the show and he sort of just yeah. if if it's not lewis's way it's no way um uh, you know i've uh, yeah i know what he's i've, how, I've I mean, been... from his time at mclaren from his time at mclaren you know They've come a long way. McLaren come a long way as well as the team. They've got some podiums as well, didn't they? They got some podiums. And was it Pierre Gasly who won at Toro Rosso? 
But you've got to look at like the facts of like if we go back maybe all right, I'm I'm obviously testing myself here, maybe about eight years ago, maybe it would possibly a decade ago. Because I remember Flavio Briatore and Bernie Eccleston. Obviously, Bernie Eccleston owns Formula One. And yeah, yeah. Like, yeah Flavio Briatore who owned um Renault at the time. And obviously Renault had like a really, really good car, obviously that yeah. season. Maybe for a good two or three seasons. But now if you look at the lights of like as you said now. Ferrari now Mercedes got a really good car. Um, I think that it's quite diverse. I think it's quite. I think I like the changes because, you know, all right. You can't, the thing is, Lewis Hampton is just a great driver. There's nothing. You know, yeah. If you if yeah, you look at yeah, there's nothing yeah. you can take that away from him. It's yeah. like Schumacher, you know, was a great yeah. driver. You can't take that away from him. Yeah, it's just not a liked character. That's what it is, and people will just want to. People just like just because they don't like him. Uh, doesn't think that he deserves what he's what he's what he's got. Like I, I think the way you got to look at it, facts are facts. You know, like he's a good driver. He he does really really well. I mean, like, I seen him like last uh, uh, race was probably back. I think maybe about a good month ago. I think it was about maybe two months, and uh, he was like running on really thin tires. Like he didn't like pit. Was it but, Silverstone? Like, was it Silverstone? It could have been. Yeah, I think Silverstone, where he's on the last lap, Valtteri had an issue with his tyre. Yeah. And on the last lap, he had to limp the car. Like, yeah. He had to limp yeah, yeah, the car. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. he'll say, oh, pull, pull over. And he's like, no, nah, I'm limping his car back. Yeah. And he drove to the extent, obviously, Max, Max is a very good driver himself mm. in the Red Bull. And he, he, I think Max was like at least 30 seconds behind. And it was yeah. on the last lap, halfway around the track. Obviously, Silverstone's quite a big track if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. And he limped the car back, like to the finish line. And I think that goes to show as well is, you know, Formula One as a sport is that those tires were shredded. Like those yeah, tires. That's how what I'm saying. They, like, they work well with Pirelli and stuff, and how you know I think we got twenty twenty one tires. They were testing as well. So I think a lot of it with Formula One is trial and error. If you've got Obviously, you got track temperatures as well. You got obviously the tire temperatures. You know, you got um, like building an F1 car overnight. It takes like seven, like mainly a week, when they get to a track to set up everything for the show. Mm. And I think, yeah, as well, like, crazy. Um, but there's, there's, I think as well, like, yeah. No, I was going to say, you know, loads of the teams have gone through stages of of absolutely smashing it. You know, Red Bull at one point were absolutely killing it yeah, with Webster with Webster and, and um, Button. And then Button went over to um, Braun when yeah. they set up. And they were only set up for like one or two seasons. Yeah. And, you know, Jensen Button was absolutely, you know, killing it at one yeah. point, you know. Uh, and I think, yeah, like you said, you know, yeah, it's a bit boring that Mercedes is, is winning Same a lot now, but they've got a really well-engineered car. You can't really uh, defeat the object, really. I mean, you've got a good driver, good car. It, it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be a tough race. And uh, yeah, yeah it's a Perez actually. I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I mean, I, I only watched like, some of the season, but I always seem to see Perez obviously uh, as a, like a dark horse. He does he does tend to pop up every now and again. I mean, I, I, you know, in the uh, pole positions. He won a race, didn't he? As well, yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. That, again, with drivers as well, like Lance Stroll, his dad, you know, is um, I think I can't remember the actual name, but he's is the like he doesn't own, but he's like the big man of racing point. But well, Aston Martin now, but 
People say, oh, it's bank of dad, bank of dad. But the thing is, if you've got the funds, or if someone said to you, here's 10 mil, go mm. and get into, let's say, you know, a sport, then you go go and do it because you've got the backing. But saying that as well, like with the eras of Formula One, like you had the V8 era, you know, and now you've got the hybrid area. So V8, I think Ferrari were dominating. And now you've got the hybrid era where Mercedes is dominating. So I think each regulation has a, you know, has a impact on teams improving or teams not improving. So I think Formula One's a, you know, try and error for teams. I think. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, as I said, it's quite a diverse, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, sport because you know it, it can be like as I said, one team smashing it one season, and then all of a sudden they invest so much money into one car and get all the right people in in the team, driver and whatever. And then it, it, it can literally change over a season. Um, yeah. You know, I think it, you don't really see a lot of changes within the season when, when they're racing, but it usually happens like once the season ends. Yeah, they, winter break. They, yeah, winter break. They look back and they go, right, what did we do good and what did we do bad? And then they go from there and then they sort of like, they actually iron out their, their problems. So, uh, I mean, you know, safety regulations as well. I think Roman Grosjean, um, he actually went into the barrier and the car split. Yeah, yeah. It's it's awful crash. Yeah, it was all yeah. crash. It was, it's um, lucky. And people were, yeah, and literally, like, the, the doctors, you know, they, I think what I heard was that like, one of them went up with his visor up and he went straight to the flames, pulled, obviously, Roman out, and mm. people were saying how lucky he was. Because that car snapped in half. Yeah. Like, you know, obviously... I think obviously the cars are built to take that type of crash, but the barrier like was like it was inside the barrier. Do you know what I mean? Like if the, and that's where the halo comes into place because a lot of people say, "Oh, the halo looks dead ugly in the car," but if there's no halo on that car, Roll, you know, Roman wouldn't be there. You know, he would it'd be another fatal crash. So I think yeah, well, it's been has... through, through the years through Le Mans and and all sorts of stuff like that, and that's kind of where they've started implementing more and more safety features now which is is you know is great for the drivers because there's been you know several high profile deaths from from crashes in in f1 and and stuff so it you know it's good to see all these safety features coming in and and you know what they do with the engines the limits that they set teams on the engines and stuff like that is you know it's good to see yeah no i was actually going to say to you guys obviously uh shall we Get a special guest on for our second week, second episode. Yeah. I feel I like a should. special guest could be uh, very interesting. Yeah, obviously. Uh, you got somebody in mind? Yeah, I have. Obviously, I'm not going to say it actually I'm on not, on the episode. Not naming any names? No, I'm not going to give it away. No, of course not. Obviously, can't give it away. Uh, can you, can't no. We've got the Stig and a mystery guest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, um, I think. Um, yeah. Now, I think maybe we can probably. Uh, Maybe influencer, streamer, don't know. Uh, maybe. maybe. I mean, it's like if, if you are listening and you, you know you you know someone who could be a special guest, you know, don't forget, to, don't be afraid to uh, tell us, and we'll try and get them on. Yeah, hundred percent. I'll I'll, I'll uh, drop you guys a message after, and uh, yeah, that we definitely can get uh, something in the in the pipeline. Yeah. Uh, I definitely have got someone in mind, but I'm definitely not going to report on this episode. So, uh, but yeah, guys, um, I you think stay tuned next week. Yeah, no, 100%. I think it's been a really good episode. I think I really enjoyed right, it. It's time for fine. 
Time flying. Time has flown. Yeah, time literally. Well, I was so, ready for bed. <laughs> it's past your bedtime, <laughs> mate. <laughs> so, yeah, no, uh, guys, obviously, uh, really enjoyed it. And, uh, yeah, obviously, um, we're going to obviously wrap it up and obviously um, and uh, leave it till next week. Hopefully, maybe. Um, obviously, we could try and get a special guest. And, uh, and yeah, guys, I hope you enjoyed it. Please, obviously, go uh, give us a review uh, on yep. Spotify, on Amazon. Uh, uh, please, obviously, give a, a follow as well on our social media. Uh, yeah. We have got Twitter as well and Instagram at the moment. Any uh, likes and shares and follows yeah. have been hugely appreciated. Yeah, share it with your, your family if you're going around to you, you know, your, your grandparents' house, have a, a brew, a brew, broken biscuit, you know, get them to yeah, listen I'm sure to it. I'm sure they'd love to hear about the safety features in F1. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we so, had to maybe we had to reveal why uh, Eric likes a broken biscuit and uh, oh maybe that, that's, that's part oh, of my mystery that that's part of my yeah mystery. maybe that's a we can save that for another episode uh, yeah. but yeah guys obviously uh, if you want any uh, sort of other topics we want to talk about uh, on, on you know in our episodes please obviously drop us an email uh, any kind of reviews uh, questions uh, we're obviously going to do like a Q and A at some point as well. Uh, we have got like, a lot of ideas we want to uh, put out there uh, and make this as entertaining as possible. And, uh, and uh, yeah, just uh, give you a, a positive vibe uh, Obviously, what's actually happening at the moment. And we want to make this as yeah. – we obviously want to go to the top, don't we, boys? Yeah, uh, exactly, Jay. Exactly. Uh, so- Will Farrow and, uh, you know, uh, Chris Farrell. No, was it Chris Farrell? No, Chris, Chris, Pratt. Chris Pratt and Will Farrell. Uh, yeah, we're after you guys, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Chris Ramsey, yeah, the Chris Ramsey and Lisa Ramsey, whatever their names are. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're coming for you. Uh, but yeah, obviously, guys, obviously, just uh, please, obviously, go and check us out. Uh, we really would appreciate the support. Uh, a follow or any like lurks, uh, not lurks, I'm talking about streaming now. I'm in my zone of streaming. <laughs> well, no, so, like I said, you know, thank you for listening and. Hopefully we brightened your day. Hopefully we made your journey to work a bit faster. Uh, like I said, drop us on the follows on the Twitter, uh, on the Instagram as well. Any ideas you want us to talk about? Um, drop them, give us the idea and stuff. And thank you for the thank you for the like, Rollo. I mean, much appreciated there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, next Saturday there'll be another episode. Um, and yeah, stay tuned. Like I said, share it to your friends and family. Uh, I know there's a, probably a podcast community out there. You know, if it is. Let us know. We'll go have a, have a look. But yeah, thank you for listening to this very first episode. I mean, it means a lot to us. Um, like I said, go follow Rolo and uh, Jamie on Twitch if you want to see them. Uh, well, top plays of gaming. Uh, Rolo's a very good Apex you know, streamer. Uh, he's, a, he's a pro. He, he says he's not, but he is. Uh, Jamie, <laughs> Jamie's climbing up that ladder with me. And yeah, thank you very much for listening. Yeah, thank you guys, and uh, we'll speak to you next week. And uh, much love, and uh, we'll speak to you soon from uh, everyone. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, much love. Yeah, and speak to you soon, guys. Much love, and see you next week. Bye. Bye.